This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbradio.com. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Power of the Word Prophetic Church. Pastors Derek and Belinda Minor, we thank you right now and may God bless you for listening and tuning in. all week and God gave me a word because like all of you I've been praying for direction yeah. asking God what is going on number one right. and what to do number two amen, amen. Yeah. and I heard from God this week and literally heard his voice speaking and this is what he told me he said he placed the world on pause yes. everything that we put before God God has paused amen your eating out, yeah. your yeah. movies, yeah. your recreation, mm-hmm. your working out. Yeah. God said, I put on pause. Yeah. Everything that we have put before him, God said, yes. I put on pause. Yes. As Carla was saying, God wants us to himself. Yes. We've allowed distractions yes. to take his place on his throne. Yes. So God's place, not only America, but the whole world, God says, I place on pause. Amen. That he may get our attention. Yes. He is coming soon. Yes. I mean soon. Yes. And it's time to get our houses in order. Yes. And this God said, this is not going to last. Amen. He said, we'll come off the pause button. And many going to return back to their old ways. But those who know that God will be strong and do exploits. Yes. While God has our attention, yes. we got to give him everything. Yes. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen, somebody. Amen. We can't allow distractions yes. and things to take God's place. We all have been guilty of putting everything before our God. By allowing things to get our attention. Attention grabbers. To take away his divine glory. And we want to give God glory, don't we? Amen. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles this morning, go with me to the book of Proverbs 21. And I ask God, and it's amazing, God gave me this word even before this all happened. Proverbs 21 and verse 20. And I'm going to be preaching on this morning. This is the wake-up call. Amen. This is the wake-up call. Amen. Glorious Father, we thank you, Lord, for your glory. We thank you, Father, for your voice this morning, Lord. And Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that we speak faithfully your word. Lord, set your word on fire in our hearts this morning, Lord. Let your word fall on good ground, Lord. And I pray, Father, that through this word, Lord, that you may get our attention, Lord. That we truly can be ready, Lord. Are people prepared, Father? And are people ready? And we come against every destruction right now, every hindering spirit of the devil. May the word of God fall on good ground and produce in the name of Jesus. Amen. Proverbs 21 and 20 says, 
There is desirable treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man squanders it. Luke 21 and 35, and after that, Matthew 25. We'll read a little bit this morning. Luke 12 and 35. If there ever were a time we need men of God to hear from God, that time is now. And to preach what God is saying to his people. It says, let your waist be girded. Or in other words, be dressed for service. And your lamps burning. Can you say amen? Amen. And finally, Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. I'm going to read them all. We're going to give you thus saith the Lord this morning. Matthew 25 and 1. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil. For our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord. Open to us. But he answered and said, As surely I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Amen. Amen. This is the wake up call. You may be seated. Glory to God. The Bible tells of a parable of the ten virgins who were preparing for. The return of the bridegroom. Now, in the Middle Eastern culture, weddings took place at nighttime. And the bride and the bridesmaid had to go to her home and wait for the coming of the bridegroom. The bridegroom would come at any time. So the bridesmaids had to have their lamps always ready to light the way for the bridegroom because it was night there was no street lanterns so their responsibility was to keep their lamps burning can you say amen somebody amen. and you know it is a privilege that when someone chooses you to be in their wedding if you've ever been in a wedding yeah. that you were singled out for responsibility to attend to the bride and they all had the same responsibility. Now, in this story that I'm going to talk about today is four principal characters. The wise, the foolish, the bridegroom, 
And the one that people forget about is the messenger. The one who had the midnight cry. Can you say amen? amen. Now, the responsibility, the lamp represents the word of God. The Bible says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The oil represents the power of the anointing or the Holy Spirit. So not only did they have to have the word of God, but they needed the anointing of God to carry them through. Can you say amen? So many have the word, but no anointing. So many have a lantern, but no light. Hallelujah. We read earlier that the Bible says that have your lamps always burning. That means, hallelujah, have your light always ready to be waiting for the bridegroom. And unfortunately, many of us, lights are going out. They don't shine the way they used to shine. The wise are those who are spiritually prepared and the foolish are those who are not. Preparation is always important to God because we don't know the day nor the hour when God will call us. Can you say amen, somebody? But we always are to be dressed for service. Have your waist girt about. That means being ready at any time. Are you dressed for service today? Can you say that, somebody? Yeah. Have our lurks, have our lights burning. The Bible says oil is in the dwelling of the wise, but the foolish squander it. How many opportunities have we had and we squandered it? We squander the anointing. We squander the time to prepare for his return. If the Lord were to come back at this very moment, how many of us would be dressed for service and our lamps burning bright? So we're going to talk about a few things today. The number one, the wise and the foolish. Can you say amen? amen. Now, the verb just represents not the world and the church. It represents the church because they are all called what? Virgins. And they all were appointed by God to hold up the light to prepare the way for the bridegroom. This morning, are you holding up your light? Is your light shining bright or is your light simply going out? We got responsibility to hold the light up, to shine brightly. The world is looking right now for some light. All they can see is darkness. And we must shine and show forth the light. But are you ready? So we'll go back into the story and read it one more time. Go back. Hallelujah. Verse 1. Listen. <clears throat> then the kingdom of heaven shall be light like to ten virgins. Watch this. It reads in the Greek at this time. What time? The last generation. <clears throat> Shall the kingdom of heaven be like ten bridesmaids? Five were prepared. Five was unprepared. Because no matter what you have in church, you're always going to have those who are ready and those who are not ready. 
those who the Bible says are wise, and then those who are foolish. Again, we're not talking about the world. We're talking about church. Can you say amen? Yeah. Keep on. Watch this. Who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. They all was responsible for having the lamps. Can you say amen? They all had the word of God. In other words, they all took their lamps. We all got them. We're responsible for the word of God that's in our lives. Now watch this. Everybody had to carry their own lamp. Everybody had to have their own light. Now they all started out with lights that are shining. You remember when you got saved? Remember when you got touched? Remember when you got anointed? Your light was shining brightly. They all had the lamps. They all had responsibility to hold up that lamp to light the way. Now, they did not know when the bridegroom was coming, but they always had to have that lamp with them. So many times, we don't have the word with us. When trouble comes, that word goes. Keep on watching this. Now, five of them were wise and five were foolish. Uh-huh. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Oh, watch this. Those who were foolish, they took their lamps, but they didn't take any oil. Because you know what? Sometimes, hold this for a second. We only want just enough. Mm-hmm. Just enough. Mm-hmm. When I go to church, well, just enough. To feel good about myself. I pray just enough to say I'm talking to God. It may be a minute or two, maybe on the way to work, or maybe on the way to the bowling alley, or on the way to something. We just have just enough. They had the word, and they had light at one time, but they just had enough. Now understand, the lamps in those days were small. It only could carry a little oil. So if you kept burning, it had to be replenished. Are are you catching what I'm saying? It would soon run out. But when you have just enough to get by, now some of you right now, you probably got just enough gas to get home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just just got enough. But if there's a delay, some of you are going to be calling for triple A. Because you got just enough to get where you're going. But what if there is a divine delay? So we are foolish because we just got just enough. They took the lamps because they they were shiny at one time. But they took no extra. You gotta have extra. You just can't have a word. You got to have an extra. Can you say amen? amen. You, have a, you need an extra anointing. Yeah. Come on. You need the extra to pull you through. Yeah. Now the wise did what? But the wise took oil in their vessels. Oh, I love that. With their, with lamps. their lamps. Watch this. They were prepared for the unexpected. Yeah. We're not prepared for the unexpected. 
What was the unexpected? The delay of the bridegroom. If you have just enough to get by the day, you're not prepared for the unexpected. That's why when a trial comes, we're on our faces. Why? The unexpected happened. Because we had just enough oil. But the wise took the lanterns and they took extra oil. How many got extra this morning? It's the extra that gets you through the trial. It's an extra, hallelujah, when trials and tests come that get you through. They took oil with them. They had the anointing. Because just coming here, getting a little bit of word, but not obeying it, it's not going to get you through. They took the lamps but nothing extra. You can't fill your car up once a year. You can't fill your bellies up once a day. You need the extra. You see, the extra tells you, I'm prepared for whatever may happen. Because if you notice in this life, the unexpected always happens. Loss comes, tragedy comes, Sickness comes. Disease comes. Things come. The unexpected happens. It is the anointing that gets you through. God said, my grace is sufficient. In other words, my extra is sufficient for you. It will take you through. But they didn't take the extra. But the wise says, you know what? I need more of Jesus every day. I just want to read once a day. I want to be in my word. Guess what? Now you can't go nowhere. Okay. Come on. Say it again. Now you can't go to the gym and get your workout on. You're getting strong physically, but you're a skinny man on the inside. Now you can't go to the movies. Now you can't do what you want to do. Now you can't go to the beaches. Now you gotta go before the bridegroom and says, Lord, you got my attention now. Can you say amen, somebody? Come on, watch this. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. I'm I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Go to Ephesians real quickly. Let's go to Ephesians for me. Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5. And they take, watch this, the anointing. The Bible says about 5 and 14. That's the wise and the foolish. You got it? Mm-hmm. Read it. 5 and 14. Everybody got it? Okay. Therefore, he says, awake, you who are asleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Mm, what Christ will give you? Light. light. He says, arise. Now, I'm not talking about the waking part yet. I haven't got there yet. But we're told to, Christ is going to give you what? Light. How many need light today? Because you need to know the way. Light prepares. 
God told me something this morning that blew my mind. He says, he gave me 1 John 1 and 7. It says, walk in the light as he is in the light. And when you walk in the light, you see, light reveals. When, when light reveals something to you, then the blood of Jesus cleanses what God's revealed. Amen? It says, when you walk in the light, then his blood will cleanse you of all your sins. Why we need light, it reveals to us what we need to clean up. Somebody say amen. amen. Keep going, watch this. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Ah, Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. It says walk wise, walk with wisdom. Walk with wisdom. In other words, be one of the wise, who is always prepared, understanding what the will of God is. Keep going. And do not be drunk with wine. Woo! All the bars are closed. Uh -huh. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. What they need to do is call every virus a beer name or a liquor name. Everybody will stop doing it. Can you say amen? <laughs> Nobody gets corona right now because of the coronavirus. So what I, I propose that we need every virus, every city we name after a beer or a popular drink. Patron. Hallelujah. Whatever your favorite drink. Johnny Walker, whatever your drink is, let's name something after it, then you'll stop giving, you'll give it up. So he says, don't be drunk with wine. So God said, I'm going to make sure, pause. Can't go to the clubs no more. I'm put that on pause. So he says, don't be drunk with wine, but be what? In which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit. He said, hallelujah, get that extra. Be filled with the spirit have that extra. God wants our attention. He wants us to be filled with the spirit. Watch this. That's the extra, isn't it? It's more than just coming to church. It means to be filled. And watch this. It don't mean one-time experience. It means they continually feel. When you leave here, you should be exercising your faith. When you exercise your faith, the anointing leaves your body. You remember? When the woman touched Jesus, he said he felt the power leave out of him. Somebody, are you still full because you ain't doing anything? It says to be continually filled. That means if I'm continually filled, that means I'm always doing something for God. Because I'm using the anointing. I'm exercising that anointing. So it's being filled with the spirit. It's having that extra that's going to take you through. It's more than a song. It's more than a praise. It'll get you through all the suffering, all the trials, all the testing. It is the extra. Now, part two. Go back over to Matthew 5. <clears throat> And as the bridegroom delayed. You know what? See, I've been saved since the 70s. And I've been looking. This way before y'all was born. Amen. I've been looking for Jesus for that long. Amen. To come back. Because they've been saying he's coming back before I was born. I want you to read this real closely. Now, I've been saved probably a lot longer than everybody in here. And ever since I got saved, now I got saved because of the rapture. When I heard about the rapture, it caused me to be saved. 
And I studied Revelation. I studied the rapture. I studied everything about the rapture. And I've been waiting for his return for so long. It'd be easy to give up hope, saying, well, he's not coming back because they've been saying that forever. So it says, while the bridegroom delayed, part two of this is called the sleeping church. Read it. At the midnight. Go up. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. It says, the wise and the foolish, they fell asleep. We're talking about the sleeping church. The church that's unaware. A church that is in deep slumber. A church that needs to be wakened up. Amen. While he delayed, they stopped looking for him. You ever been like that? Yeah. They got a little careless. And you know how when a promise don't come right away, mm -hmm. we get real relaxed. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we get real careless. So the sleeping church is the lukewarm church. It's a church that is totally unaware. I'm going to tell you four things about sleep. You ready? Number one, you don't know you sleep until you wake up. Come on. <laughs> you ever did that? Uh -huh. yes. I, I ain't sleep. Yes. I ain't sleep. <laughs> you don't realize you were asleep. Until somebody wakes you up. But guess what? This is the wake-up call. Number two, you do things in your sleep you would normally do when you awoke. Number three, you hate the sound of the alarm. Can you say amen? When you're in a deep sleep, you last thing you want to hear is the wake-up. But this is the wake-up call. It's telling the church to arise from your sleep. It's telling you, watch this, when you're in a deep sleep, nothing disturbs you. Catch this. All kind of sin could be around us. It don't disturb us. We can watch anything on TV. It don't disturb us. We can put things before God. It doesn't disturb us. Why? We're in a deep sleep. Nothing arouses you in a deep sleep. My son's kids, London and Jamaica, not Jamaica, London and Donald, I, I watch them sometimes. And before all this came, I, I watch them and take them to school in the morning. And them are the two hardest kids to wake up. I can scream, get up! Holler. They just like, they're just in another world. I can shake them. Their eyes are open for a brief moment and shut right back down. Why? They're in a deep sleep. And that's what the church is at. Nothing disturbs us. 
9-11 happened, it didn't disturb us enough to continue. Once the fear was over with, everybody went back to their old ways. Hurricanes happened. It didn't disturb us. Famine happened. It didn't disturb us. Fires came. It didn't disturb us last year. Now you get the locusts that's unprecedented in the Middle East and in Africa. It didn't disturb us because it's not here. Mm -hmm. But now that it is here, <laughs> when it happened in China, nobody said anything. Well, that's China. They don't believe in God anyway. And when it happened in other countries, well, that's other countries. Right. It don't affect us anyway. Mm -hmm. Why? It didn't disturb us. Because right. we were asleep. Yeah. It says in Romans, it says now is a high time to awake out of sleep. This is Pastor Belinda Minor from Power of the Word Prophetic Church. I wanted to take this opportunity to just say thank you so much for supporting the radio ministry. If you would like to drop by our Facebook page, it's Power of the Word Prophetic Church. Please contact us and reach out to us. We'll continue to keep you and your family lifted up. God bless you and we love you today. The FCB Radio Network, first class broadcasting worldwide.